This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. If you can find the time to explore the mind of a stripper, then you can find the time to spend with your actual family. Prime Time with Isaac and Sue. Oh, what they on? All steroids and no carbs. They're the big ass kids. This is Primetime. Prime time. Not like you. We're growing up. Your source for the best in local, regional, and national sports. Oh, my goodness. Here are Isaac Ropp and Jason Sakanik with Primetime on 1080 The Fan. Hey, what it do? Oh, What's up? Hey, you're alive. Well, alive and well. Rich, poor, arrested, anything? Not arrested. Well, that's good. Never rich. <laughs> but also not poor. Yeah, well, that's good. So just uh, an even-steven sort of uh, trip. I know that's not exciting. Yeah. Oh. Uh, it wasn't even. <laughs> Don't get me wrong. So thumbs up, thumbs down. I donate. Well, it's always thumbs up. I mean, we have a great time in Vegas. No, no. We love Vegas. The wallet. And the wind never disappoints. <laughs> up, down. The wallet is is less fast. Little thin. All right. Yeah. All right I donated to the charity. I understand. And they need it. Well, it's a worthy cause. Yeah, I really feel like the wind is struggling. And Sometimes look, I go down there and I see that $600 round at their golf course, and I'm like, man, they must really need that it's money. It's actually 800 But oh, um, oh, You know what? Then they really are struggling. They got to bump that up. But that course is wonderful. Um, I will have you, say, have you played it? I have, yeah. One time, I will say that uh, it was not for a lack of effort. I mean, we we attacked. Yeah. We attacked yeah. hard. My yeah. wife and I. Yeah. It was a two pronged attack. I'm not sure they have seen an attack <laughs> like that before. Vegas isn't ready for you. No, they've never seen the likes of you. Alas, it didn't work out. That is my absolute favorite thing about. But I Las think Vegas. I feel like they're on notice. Yeah. <laughs> there is nothing better than when you see a group of dudes <laughs> that are like, "Man, Vegas isn't ready for us." Okay, Steve. That Nike golf polo and your you know Callaway what? pants. You're going to take Vegas for everything that they got. If Vegas can handle an F1 race yeah. followed by a Super Bowl. I think they yeah, they can handle you. I think they can handle you. Dave from accounting, I think I think it's all right. By all accounts, you know, I did some, you know, I'm a reporter yeah. at heart. Yes. You know that. So I got down there and did some 
sniffing around about how the Super Bowl went. And by all accounts, that <clears throat> city wasn't even phased by the Super Bowl. No, they shrug it off. Yeah, okay. it's like, that's, this is what we're built for. Yeah, welcome to Vegas. And then everybody moved around, you know, wonderfully. There were parties and events and celebrities. And that's why, like, it shouldn't just, be, it should, remember when it was in Jacksonville? In Jacksonville, just, it just broke. It broke the city. Stop giving it to Jacksonville. It, Indianapolis doesn't need it. I actually don't remember that. Yeah, it was in Jacksonville one year, and everyone the was Super like, Super Bowl? Uh huh. And they were like, what are we doing? That was back when, like, you know, they, they were spreading it out. And if you build a stadium, you get a, Oh, that's right. You know. But it was in Jacksonville, and it was an unmitigated disaster. Did Minnesota get a Super Bowl with their new stadium? Uh, US or Banks, is it coming up? U.S. Bank Stadium. I will take a look at that. I have heard. Uh, my buddy. the Is Tualatin getting a stadium? Uh, I think it's Tualatin, and I think we got to get an NFL team first. But that's you know it's in the process. I hear the mayor wants it. So we'll have a Super Bowl. <laughs> Once we get a team in the NFL. I'm sure Portland could handle a Super Bowl. You know, we're, we're ready to move on from Major League Baseball. Although now we're going to get the Diamondbacks, so it doesn't matter. We'll, get, right. we'll get the Diamondbacks. That's right. And then once we get the Diamondbacks, then the NFL team comes to Tulatin, then the Super Bowl. So I, I think that's what's what's happening. But that U.S. Bank Stadium, they say, is like one of the like the crown jewels of the NFL. I guess it's just it's ridiculous out there. Um, all I'm right, look, I'm looking to see. I, well, I don't believe that they uh, that they got one. Um, Why not? I thought you. I thought if you built a stadium, you got a Super Bowl. Yeah, most of the time, if you build a two billion dollar stadium, you do get one. But I don't remember it being there because the next couple, it's in it's in New Orleans and then it's in L. A. and San Francisco or whatever the Santa Clara. I'm not sure the hmm. which which comes first. I know New Orleans is next year, and then it's it's L. A. and Santa Clara or it's Santa Clara and L. A. New Orleans. I mean, New Orleans would be a cool city to host it, but not that stadium. That thing sucks. Well, they got a new stadium down there, right? New Orleans? Oh no, I'm thinking of the I'm thinking of the Mercedes. Uh, that's Atlanta. That's Atlanta. Yeah, New Orleans still has the Superdome. Yeah, and it's oh, a dump. No, Minnesota got it in 2018. Who won? Uh, who was playing? That was 2018. I don't know who got that one. That was uh, the Eagles. Oh, when the Eagles beat the Patriots? that was the Eagles the and Foles. and the Pats. That was yeah. That was the uh, the quarterback throwback. So yeah, I mean they they are following the. If you spend two billion dollars, you will get one. Yeah, so it's it's bounced around a little bit, uh, you know, since since its uh, uh, inception of this. You know, spend a butt ton of money, and there you go. Vegas Who gets that next year? Uh, New Orleans. Oh yeah, sorry. Yeah, and then who's the, after that? Uh, I I know it's I, I know it's Santa Clara or L.A. It's they're the next two. I'm just not certain at what order. I remember that from the game saying where. Well, the next L.A. Load. just got one. I know, but it's it's coming back again. Yes, I thought it was like two years. Wasn't that the Bengals uh, Hold on Rams? Now, I that pull was it in up. L.A., wasn't it? D- 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 I think that's that was, right. Because the yeah, uh, they're going to be a bunch in L.A. That thing is going to become the NFL headquarters. Has enough been made of two teams winning Super Bowls on their home fields the last what five years? Well, no. because it had never happened at, yeah. ever before. And then yeah. did they do it back to back years? Tampa, Tampa, did, Tampa did it, and then Tampa the Rams. And the Rams. Did it. Um, yeah, so it's in it's in New Orleans, and then it's in Santa Clara, and then it's back in uh, Inglewood, up to no good. So L.A. gets another one, and that's that thing is going to be in SoFi a bunch. Again, speaking of cities that, and, and it'll go back to Vegas. I mean, obviously, if you again, if you build a stadium, you're going to get one. Um, Lucas Oil got one, uh, MetLife got one, but that now that a lot of these buildings have have been built, and you've given your token, hey, it's in Minnesota. It's going to go back to being bounced around between New Orleans will get a bunch, Vegas will get a bunch, L.A. will go down to Florida. No one wants to play the Super Bowl at Ford Field. No one wants to play the Super Bowl in Indianapolis. What about Tulatin? 
Oregon. <laughs> Again, that's that's down the road. Let's get the Diamondbacks first, and then we'll, we'll work well, on that later. Miami needs a new stadium. They need to build a new one down there. Yes. But again, it's getting tougher and tougher. Because that's a cool city to host a Super Bowl. Getting tougher and tougher because these NFL stadiums, like SoFi was over $5 billion. And, you know, the Stan Kroenke's of the world can can do that. But, you know, a lot of people can't can't or don't want to pony up. Saudis can. The Saudis can. Well, uh, I know, I mean, Denver's is old. Uh, Invesco at Mile High or whatever they're calling that now. That thing's been around a while. And the Waltons have that now. That's Walmart money. You know what Danny just told me? What do you got? Before he left. His radio show. Yes. We were talking about the Diamondbacks. Did you know that Chase Field, where the Diamondbacks play, is as old as the Moda Center? I did. I was listening 27 years old. That's That blows me away. And I guess it's a dump. I don't know why that blows me away. I guess just because... You don't think of the Diamondbacks as being that old? No. no. I don't. Yeah. I think of the Moda Center as being much older than Chase Field. Yeah. But I don't know why I think that. Well, and, and the Diamondbacks are did, like. Did, have you heard any of their their owners' comments? Like their no, managing I'm, partners. I ju- was just informed yeah, by a, the <laughs> show previous to ours that uh, I saw they're that, leveraging their. I saw that this morning, and it is not subtle. <laughs> I mean, at all. Well, they just want to get a new park down there. Yeah, and they're like, "Well, you know, we don't want to do this, but I think he said do like what? Uh, leave. leave." But he's like, "We are aware of other markets. We're not talking to them." But yeah, I believe his quote was. Oh, we're aware. Yeah, we don't we don't want to leave, and we want to get something done here. But we're pretty sure there are a lot of other places that would love to have a franchise like us. Well, that's what everybody's talking about now, right? Is all the cities that want yeah. Major League Baseball. Well, so that's a good time for them to be like, hey, we'll just go there. Well, the the problem that we're having again, it's the age old problem of uh, it used to be stadiums you could build for a couple hundred million bucks, right? And and they were a lot of publicly funded ones. But I think it started with like Miami. Remember when the 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 Marlins schnookered the people of Miami Dade County? <laughs> Remember they were claiming bankruptcy and and they didn't have any money, and then Deadspin leaked their financials, and they were making money hand over fist. And by the time they were done paying for that, and the people didn't even vote for it, like the city council just, just approved it without a vote. The people of Miami Dade County are on the hook for like three billion dollars, and no one wants it. And outside of and like after that. You know, people are having harder times getting stadiums built because they're not five hundred million dollars anymore. They're two and a half, three, four, five billion dollars, and you know, owners are like, "I don't want to pay for this." And 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 if you would, if you want me to stay here, you pay for it. And if you don't, well, I'll look somewhere else. And a lot of time, it's just posturing. But I mean, you want to think about it, and we've talked about this. One of the most iconic teams with their city is the Detroit Red Wings. It's hockey town for God's sakes. And the Illich family pulled that. They're like, well, you know, we yeah. well, we, we can't imagine Detroit uh, not having the Red Wings, but... <laughs> I get it. But look at look at how bad it has to get for a team to move in Major League Baseball. You know, one hadn't moved since the, you know, the rolled Rangers. Yeah. And um, then the, the na- what, the National? Let's see. Well, the Expos, you know. Yeah, maybe the... Well, it was the Expos then, yeah. What yeah. am I talking about? It was the Rangers before that. Yeah. And then the Expos moved. And now the A's. But look at how bad the A's situation had to be before they Well, and Tampa's, moved. Tampa's has been a mess for years and years. and that. But so teams in baseball don't move all that much. But, you know, I mean, who knows? Maybe maybe the Diamondbacks would. Uh, by the way, uh, this is what I get for trusting Danny Morang mm-hmm. in his facts. The Moda Center is actually three years older than Chase Field. Okay. So, so it's I in don't the, know. Well, I mean, it's, it's in, close. It's but close. I, I mean, 1995 is when the Moda Center was built in 1998. Is when Chase Field was. Well, that's horseshoes and hand grenades. You're close. 
you don't you don't like it, huh? Not quite as accurate as I would have liked out of uh, Danny Morang, noted Blazers reporter. I'm asking this: when you go to Moda, and I know you don't go often, um, going there tomorrow night? Are you? Or wait, what is tonight? Wednesday. Yeah, tomorrow. Yeah, tomorrow it's night. Thursday. I think they're back. Bill Burr. Oh. Oh. Oh no! Is that Friday? Thursday? No, I think it's Thursday. It's tomorrow. Yeah. Is it at the Moda? Yes. It is. Okay. Good. Uh, I was going to go to the wrong arena. Do you consider that place a dump? Because I don't. Moda Center. Yeah. I don't, uh, I don't walk into Moda and think that it it, it seems eh. old and, and crappy. It's not as nice, obviously, as, really. as the new buildings. Well, but... I think the the uh, the um, the definition of dump in today's ballpark lexicon mm-hmm. is much different than old dump. Like we've seen some dumps. Sure. You well, know, look across at the Coliseum. Like, I think the Superdome is a dump. Yeah. Um, like a true dump. I also think that mode of facility is fine, but the surrounding area is a dump and not an area that you want to be. And I think that kind of informs your experience. Here's here's you said fine. And I agree. The Moda Center is fine. That in today's sports landscape, that's a dump. Mm. Fine is a dump. It's you can't just be okay. You have to be flashy and and offer lots of I will be very interesting to see what happens. Um because we're we're approaching the thirty year mark with uh, with old Moda there, and that's usually around the time where people start uh, rattling sabers. Remember the the Rangers, the Texas Rangers, they built a new ballpark after was it twenty one years? It was nineteen to twenty one years, something like that. And their old ballpark was still being paid off by the public, and then they got half a billion plus from public money to build a new ballpark. And I know Portland, you know, we, we don't really like uh, voting for, for sportsy things, but I'll be interested when, because Jody ain't doing squat, but when she eventually, years down the road, ditches this team, you know, <laughs> what happens there? Because that's, you're right in, in the aspect, if you go around and you look at some of the new arenas, because I'd never walk into Moda and think that it's a bad place. Uh, it's it's fine. It's it's fine. fine building. Is a good word. For I, it. I can't bitch about it, it. It's fine. Yeah, they do a nice job. They've they've put in some new amenities there. They've got some new restaurants. Got some new bars. You know, I, I think it's 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 not bad. <laughs> but when you do go to newer buildings, right? It is uh, it is alarming what thirty years will do. But that's like going into a going into a thirty year old house versus a brand new nice construction house. Like I said we were speaking of we were just in Detroit and we went to the Little Caesars Arena, which is where the Wings play, but they share it with the Pistons. Did you walk around that place? And then you walk around Moda, and you're like, "Oh yeah." You don't realize how crappy your house yeah. is until you go to the rich guy's house. But it's not crappy; it's just not flashy and new. But that's what I'm saying. You don't. You think your house is fine, and then you go down the yeah. block and you visit your neighbor's house, and you walk inside of it. You're like, "Damn it, we live in squalor." So it's really just semantic. Yeah. Dump, not a dump, but needs upgrade. Yes. Yeah. Or I mean, well, and the Blazers lease. I feel like this this comes up every several months. Their lease is up next year, mm-hmm. and at the Moda Center. But they ain't going any, you know. Well, right. I mean, Hankins is always asked about it. He's yeah. the new president, I think, right? And he keeps saying, "Oh, we're not going to negotiate that in the media." You yeah. know that. So, so this is on their radar. Yeah. It's it's definitely something that I is just, probably at the top of their. I just think list. You, you have some real balls right now with this team the way it is, and viewership down fifty to sixty percent, and then be like, "We need more money." It's not move, happening. Move them to Seattle. <laughs> well, they're getting a team. They're getting their own. You missed that one too. Is Lewicki. get rid of them. Was on uh, KJR up there, and uh, and he said um, he would expect something sooner than later. Yeah. Well, I mean, I, I thought they're going to get the Sonics. It's pretty obvious that the two expansion teams in the NBA are going to be it's going to be Vegas and Seattle. Yeah. So that's cool. 
Sonic should come back. They got screwed up there. Yes, they did. They yeah. never had a they never had a chance. Clay Bennett screwed them. So I mean, a, they had a chance, but so I'm assuming they were just playing Climate Pledge, right? I don't. Think yeah, they, the Kraken Arena. Yeah, yeah. and I, I haven't been up there to see a game yet, but people. Why wouldn't they play there? People say it's amazing. Oh, I always heard that they wanted to build their own, but I would. I mean, well, that, the question is who would own them, and it's probably we talked about this last week, but it, it's probably the Kraken lady. Yeah, would own them. Yeah, so I assume you just because that Climate last Pledge? guy. Uh, who's the last guy that tried to get the Kings there? He's he's out of the picture. Remember that? Yeah, I do. remember Hanson. That. Is that what his name was? I for, I forget. Well, anyway. there you go. There you go. So there's expansion and movie news and all of that. All to say the Moda Center, eh, it's fine. It's fine. <laughs> I tell you what, that building doesn't get me to a game. No. No, it doesn't. In a nice ballpark, would. Yeah. Base- you know. Baseball stadiums are different. You sit outside, sunny and all that, but, you know. Well, I, I'll just put it this way. The venue, it doesn't matter what sport. The venue does matter to me. Sure. As a because I don't go to a lot of live sports, so yeah. the venue is a big. That's a big deal. Yeah. It doesn't matter. NBA, baseball. I mean, if if you gave me hockey tickets, mm-hmm. I'm not interested in going to hockey. But at the Climate Pledge, if you said, "Hey, Rob, this arena is you're gonna love. It. It's fantastic." Yeah. That would that might nudge me over the. Yeah. Well, the Vancouver Ford text line right here. Climate Pledge is the best arena experience I've ever seen. Mm-hmm. I've heard nothing but out rave. of how many arena experiences has has that person uh... that I I don't know, but I have heard from a dozen people that have gone up there and seen a game or a concert, and they say it is a, an amazing place. All right, well, it's good to be back. Thought I was going to be able to retire. Mm, sorry about that. It's going to have to wait next time. Yeah, we're going back in the summer. Oh, you'll take him down then. So yeah, when it's I told I warned him yeah, you'll be back. Said we'll be back, and they were <laughs> look, like, look at this face. Ooh. <laughs> um. Yeah, let's party. Got a poll question here. And uh, do we need more college football playoff games? I think we do. Yeah, it might be coming. That's uh, another topic that we've got to get to today. So we'll get to all of that. Uh, we'll get started. 316, next on The Fan. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. 
Vancouver Ford text line is 503-864-6326. Your dollar goes further at Vancouver Ford. They treat you right before, during, and after the sale. VancouverFord.com. Yeah, the climate pledge uh, getting rave reviews from uh, the listeners on yeah, the text Yeah, people line. love it. They, it's, it's supposedly awesome. Yep. Uh, today's poll question, AAA Heating and Cooling, Family Business, helping families for over 60 years, AAAIAQ.com. It is on X at 1080thefan. Today we asked you, which franchise do you most expect to screw it up? Bears in the draft, Blazers rebuild, the A's lifeline to Vegas, or the Mariners' J-Rod years? <laughs> well, I mean, history will tell you that it's it's the Bears or the Mariners. I mean, that's uh, oh. <laughs> the Bears haven't had a franchise quarterback, oh, ever. I mean, it's unbelievable. It really is unbelievable. To see a franchise. The last like, good quarterback the Bears had was? I mean, Jay Cutler, maybe? I mean, as the, well, uh, define good, I guess. Well, I, I just mean the last franchise quarterback. I mean, you could say Jim McMahon, but Jim McMahon's got some Joe Namath in him, dude. That his numbers are very. Eh, he's won a Super Bowl, but he won a Super Bowl because he had Walter Payton and he had that defense. I mean, the Bears have not had a quarterback. I mean, we we talk about like Cleveland's bad luck quarterbacks. Go back and look at Chicago's. Chicago's been a a, a horror show for for quarterbacks. Wow, I'm looking through. Yeah, I mean, you got the Eric Kramers and oh Jim Millers God. and, you know, just so Fields, Kyle Orton. Yeah, Kyle Orton. Trubisky, Cutler. Cutler was okay. Orton, yeah. Grossman. <laughs> uh, Super Bowl quarterback, Rex Grossman. Oh, my God, Craig Krenzel. Oh, yeah, yeah. Cordell Stewart. Yeah. Jim Miller. K. McNall. Yeah. Shane Matthews, Eric Kramer, Dave Craig. There just isn't. Steve Walsh, Jim Harbaugh. Mike Tomzak. I remember Mike. There's you, Jim there, McMahon. There's Jim McMahon. And, McMahon and again, you look at McMahon's numbers, they they weren't great. He was hurt all the time. Vince Evans. Oh, the great Vince Evans. I mean, you can put their God. you can put their quarterback history up against anyone in the NFL. Browns least, or Bears worse. Well, at least the Browns. Um They had Vinny or I mean uh Bernie. Yeah, they had Bernie Kosar. He was pretty good. He was, if if you put the Cleveland quarterbacks up against, well, if you want to go all the way back, you had old Otto, right? He was back there slinging it. Although, yes, technically he was a Ravens quarterback because the Browns were Baltimore. Um, well, Blanda was in Chicago. If you yeah, want to go we, that we far, we go that far. I mean, Cleveland had Cleveland had Kosar. They had Baker. Uh, I don't know. So yeah. got, we thought Sid Luckman. We thought they had one in Deshaun Watson. That didn't. That hadn't worked out. I mean, that's, that's probably the two worst, right? Like, if you're going through, and, like, Carolina's a little harder, but, you know, because they haven't been around as long. But they had Cam Newton, and, and Arizona had uh, had uh, Kurt Warner. I mean, that's It's just it's unbelievable. So if you look at the history of that, it's it's got to be Chicago. Or you could simply say the Mariners because, you know, there, there's teams that haven't won a World Series. Uh, and then there's teams that have never been to a World Series. And I give you the Seattle Mariners. And they're, what, 54% win Whatever goal, yeah, but got. you think they're gonna, you think they're really gonna blow it before like the A's in Vegas? That'll that'll the get Blazers. Done. I would assume that gets done. Are you out of your mind? Well, no, I know. I'm saying that's why I put Lifeline. I'm, what I'm saying is the A's are gonna get to Vegas and still suck. I I don't know. You know, like I, they'll see, still screw it up, even though they've been given a Lifeline to go to a, a market where they're gonna actually make money and get because their stadium. ownership's not changing. They're, their ownership has been right. screwing things up forever. The that's only thing I'll saying. say about that. Is I, I if I'm an A's fan, one F the A's. But if you are going to follow them to Vegas, you would think that if you get this done, you get a big, brand new, fancy stadium. You don't have to be the world's cheapest ass. I mean, Oakland has because there's just there's there's no money there. There's more reason to spend in Vegas. Yeah, I would assume that going to Vegas that that would lead you to. 
I don't know, not be the cheapest dude in, in, in Major League Baseball. And give the A's some credit that because on the worst shoestring budget maybe we've ever seen in certainly Major League Baseball, but maybe across professional sports, the A's over the last 20 years or however long uh, Fisher's owned them, it's been a while, they've put together some some nice seasons. Remember the year that the uh, you know the, the Royals won, or was it the year before where the Royals lost to the, the the Giants? That A's team was really good. You know they were up on the Royals and they made a comeback on them. So the A's have put some competitive teams out there, but it's really hard because they you know they're playing with nickels and dimes and everyone else has dollars. Vote, vote hard on X at 1080 the fan. Yesterday you guys asked, I wasn't here, but you asked, what should we do with the NBA All Star Game? Yeah. Uh, the final results of that, 46% said cancel it. <laughs> that's everyone's. At, at the end of every All-Star game, that's everyone yells and screams, cancel it. Meanwhile, it makes a bunch of money, millions of people tune into it, and the players love going to it because they get to party and be with celebrities. 19% said leave it, 18% said increase incentives, and 17% said format change. Yeah. We'll see what happens. I mean, they... Adam Silver, everyone wants their all-star game to count. And as of yet, they've yet to be able to make any of the players in any of the sports care, including baseball. What do you mean to count? What do you mean? Like to actually matter? Yeah, everyone wants their all-star game to be played in a competitive nature. And no one, including Major League Baseball, that actually put it where it decided world the, 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 the home field of the World Series, which is a big deal. They still couldn't get people to care about it. Well, here's the way I feel about all-star games. The old... Major League Baseball All-Star Game, like back in the day, yeah. when you voted on the little punch tickets that they handed out. I took that very seriously. Those were really, I mean, that was like when it was a big deal. Yeah. Other than that, it hasn't been a big deal for 30 years. Yeah. In any sport. It's just not a thing. So, but that that being said, as a sports fan, I don't care. Play them. Yeah. Ah, whatever. If people watch them, watch them. I, I, was, I have no interest in any All-Star Game at all. Do we Even need to baseball. bring back the analog ballots? Is that what we do? I loved when I went we to, all did, when I apparently. was a kid going to the Kingdom. I took that stupid punch ballot. I took that S seriously. I would sit there and you spend the whole game deciding yeah. over who you're going to put. In I your wasn't outfield. just voting for Alvin yeah. Davis at first base. No, no, no. He didn't deserve it. I was looking at that. I, I was looking. I was like, eh, I can't do it. Can't do it. Yeah, it's just I. To me, it's like I, I mean, I don't like him. I won't watch him. Really, I mean, even baseball anymore. But at the same time, I don't care if they have him. You know? Yeah. I like, I don't get the people that are like, oh, cancel it, because I hate it. That's my whole thing. Well, why do you, hey, I mean, exactly. what do you care? Just don't watch it. That's uh, That was, you and me are on the exact same page. Every year we do this at the All-Star Game, we yell and scream about it, and there's a simple way. If it's not for you, don't. But I think it was like six million people tuned in. Again, it sells out. It's a hot six ticket. Six million? Six million watched it. Is and, that like Pro Bowl? Uh, it actually beat the Pro Bowl games. But the old Pro Bowl, like, if you look at the Pro Bowl ratings... It wasn't that long ago. That was drawn like 11, 12 million, and then it was dwindling down to like eight or nine. But this year, the Pro Bowl games, I think, got like 5.4, and the NBA got like 5.9. And I mentioned this to Rob earlier in the day. Do you, do you know when All-Star Weekend peaked this weekend, or this last weekend? Steph and Sabrina, yes. uh, what, it peaked at 10.4 million. That, yeah. was, that was the highest. Did you guys just talk about this yesterday? No, uh, not really. Not, not the really. ratings. We, we, just, we're, we, we uh, talked more about the, you know, again, seemingly well, there's an outrage at, at on, on Monday or Tuesday uh, at the end of every All-Star game. And I just, I don't understand why everyone has to yell and scream about well, it. Well, the three-point contest is clearly the best event. Hands down. It um, used to be the dunk contest, and now yeah. that's, like, w- worthless. Well, it is because the best guys don't do well, it. Well, and the guy that's doing it, it's in the GD 
G League for heaven's sake. It's not even. It's it's like you filled in a Mad Libs this year. You had the the white guy from the G League. You had Obi Toppin's brother, and you had Jaime Jaquez. What? Yeah, what? And then they they put Jalen Brown in there. Like here, here's an all. And then he dunked over a five foot three YouTube streamer. It was terrible. Hmm. Well, anyway, yeah. who cares? Um, that the result of uh, yesterday's <laughs> poll. All right, uh, do we need more college football playoff games? It sounds like we do already, and we haven't even started a 12-team playoff. No. We're gonna, we want more. But more more apparently is coming, thanks to the SEC and the Big Ten. Yes. News on this next. Here's Buck. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. and Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Import, Chicago, Illinois. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. All right, now to uh, <clears throat> excuse me, college football. Well, just yesterday, and I'm sure you guys talked about it, but they uh, finalized the format for the 12-team college football playoff. Yeah, someone thought that that was going to be a maybe a sticky wicket there because old Kirk Schultz of Washington State was uh, he was set to make his proposal on Tuesday because that'd be unanimous. Yeah, in order for the the playoff to go to 12. Uh, before the end of the agreement, which is two years from now, had to be unanimous. And old Schultze was like, yeah, uh, we would like Washington State and Oregon State to both get equal distribution and voting rights as if we were still a power five. And everyone else was like, yeah, no. And so there was a thought that maybe uh, they would they would muck it up. But he did say to his credit, he said, this is not a, a, it's not I'm not a hot. We're not holding anyone hostage. My vote is not tied to this. Hmm. But I think he wanted an opportunity to present himself. He was probably told to go kick sand and they well, but and they voted and it's unanimous yeah he knows that he if he votes against it just to tie it to his own they're done agenda he's never getting anything that he wants ever so my guess is that you know he was like hey i please keep us in mind right we're doing you a solid here and maybe somewhere down the road yeah uh you know how that's about his a little, best how about a little love that's his best Yes. I mean, plan of attack. There's, yes. there's no other. I mean, he couldn't hold that up. <laughs> well, actually, he could. But <laughs> yeah, but then all that's going to happen is the SEC and the Big Ten are just going to do. Their, they're going to leave. Yeah, they're going to leave the college football yeah. playoff. So this was the idea. Like I, I heard some Coogan B fans that were like, "Stick it to him," and I'm like, "Yeah, that's a good idea. Way to way to bite the hand that's going to control college <laughs> football for the next thirty years. Don't don't do that." So he came out today, Scholes uh, from Washington State. And he said, um, "So so they." 
the twelve team format, which I I, I have a couple questions about, but will only be for the next two years because yeah. the deal's up in twenty twenty six. Yes, so. and ESPN has already agreed to the new deal, uh, money wise. Yeah. The problem is, is that ESPN is like, I need to know what the format is, and they're meeting right now trying to figure out the format. And apparently, ESPN is is kind of. They're not necessarily playing hardball, but they are telling people this deal on the table is not going to last forever. Figure out your S. And so ESPN's rattling some some uh, some chairs, and that leads to the Big Ten and the SEC in turn rattling some chairs. So there's a lot of a veiled lot of chair rattling. There's a lot of veiled threats going on well, right now. I just I just want this thing. I don't know. My first question is: Is when does this ever get to an end game? Where college football's postseason is set, it's solid, it's stable, and it stays in place. Well, ESPN would like it to happen in the next week or two. <laughs> but you know what I mean? Like, how many time? How long have we been in a constant state of flux with the college football postseason? So long. And we're finally, you know, a twelve-team playoff. It, it, we, you, and I have been on the air long enough yep. to have been. You know, we we were here for the BCS and all the. I mean, we we go all the way back to the to the times when they would just they would just use the rankings. Yep, you just voted on two. And... So from even from all the way back then, changing to the BCS, whatever year that was, yeah, that was the start of getting here, mm-hmm. and it's, we're finally here. It's been a long road. It has been a long road, but we're finally here. Twelve team play, and now today they're they're already talking. No, 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 fourteen. <laughs> Well, 14. Did you hear the new one? Yeah, no, I I am getting to all of I mean there's a lot to unpack here, but I'm just I'm just asking one question yeah. right now yeah. of many questions that I have and it is when is, does this ever stop evolving or it, I mean like I just feel like college football is so slow like figure it out, get a good format like the basketball format and just yeah. leave it. Yeah. And make a billion dollars off of it. Actually the new one is for 7 billion dollars. <laughs> Twenty billion. Ah, just make your money. Just get it right. God, it takes them forever. I mean, I hate to do this. So, ESPN and and the college football playoff have agreed to a six year uh, deal worth more than seven billion dollars. So even so, <laughs> we know it's going to be twelve for the next two years. We know that ESPN wants it for the next six at seven billion. But even after that, it can change because between now and the next, let's say, it, what let. Eight years, right? The two years of the deal that, that currently it's going to run through, and then let's say that ESPN and called the college football world come to this agreement on six more years. So that's eight years. If you don't think college football is going to radically change in the next eight years, I hate to tell you that, that that's you're, you're, you're silly. So your answer is, when will it get settled? My guess is probably five to six years down the road, this kind of settles, because at that point, all of the... Uh, labor stuff. Uh, who was it? Was it was it Dartmouth? Who was the was it Dartmouth that unionized recently? And that's right. The ACC is going to die because the ACC agreed. I don't know if you saw this, but the ACC agreed to negotiate with Florida State to leave the ACC. So the ACC is about ready to go the way of the Pac-12. That thing's going to die. So and then eventually the, the, there'll be some sort of congressional law gets passed, or it's just going to break away and become minor league sports. Uh, where you are have direct pay for play from the schools, and all of this is going to take some time. But that would be my guess. You asked the question five years down the road. I think this thing gets settled 
five to six years, and you have what will be the future of college football for the foreseeable future going forward. But it is whatever they agreed to here with with the two year extension and then the extra six years that won't stay. The, the, something drastic will change before the end of that eight year period. Guaranteed. So now they're saying, so so we so <laughs> we have the twelve teamer set for the next two years. Yes. Um, and I have questions about that, but we'll cover that <laughs> so later. Much. It's ridiculous. The today, the college football commissioner, playoff commissioners, all met. They were in Dallas, I think. Yeah. And they, Kurt Schultz came out and said the idea of four automatic bids to the playoff mm-hmm. for the SEC and the Big Ten was pitched. Yeah. Now this was pitched for the twelve team format, and yeah. everybody was like, "Uh, yeah, <laughs> no, that you you want eight of the twelve slots." <laughs> but now they're saying. Well, let's go to 14 mm-hmm. in 2026. Yep. After these two years of a 12-team playoff, let's go to a 14-team playoff. And give us four automatic bids. And the Big Ten and the SEC should have four automatic bids each. Yeah. And now someone has come up over the top and was like, well, what if we just went to 16? So it's gone <laughs> from 12 to 14 to 16 in the span of like seven seconds. I bet it's 16 in two years. <laughs> so I do. I bet it's 16 because 16, first of all, even bracket. Second... That means the SEC and the Big Ten will get what they want, yeah. which is four automatic bids each. So half of the tournament will be Big Ten SEC, yeah. and the other half will be eight other teams. So, Hear me out. It goes 64 teams. It spills two months, and we call it <laughs> <Hey>. March Madness. <laughs> except, it, except it wouldn't you be idiot. March. It would be No, it would spill dis- into March when we're receiving 16 teams. It would be December. That madness. would never work. Uh, yeah. Never. So silly. Although Mike Leach, before he uh, died, did uh, he brought that up years ago. Yeah. He thinks it should have been. Yeah. What you, well, maybe thirty six, right? He wanted to just yeah, because he or thirty because the the other divisions do a playoff, you know, playoff. And, and his thing was if everyone else does it, why can't we? But what's what's happening they here is know. is the SEC and the Big Ten. If you haven't been paying much attention to this, they got together and they formed an alliance. Remember the the old alliance that the Pac twelve had, <sighs> except this alliance actually has some serious cojones. And much like this is why I said everyone's rattling sabers and chairs. So ESPN is basically saying, hey, figure your s out. Or this deal isn't going to stay on the table forever. And the SEC and the Big Ten, they're telling everyone else, either give us what we want, which is we want more automatic qualifiers, and more importantly, we would like a bigger share of the money. That's the key there. And if you don't, guess what we're going to do? We're going to tell ESPN, we don't need the rest of these clowns. We'll take a couple from the uh, the ACCC, Florida State, Clemson. We'll get Notre Dame, and we'll just take our ball and go home. They are using this to basically threaten the rest of college football to bend at the whims of the Big Ten and the SEC. And everything I've read says that everyone's kind of like pissed about it, but they also know that you kind of have to do they it. They have the leverage. They have, they have all the leverage. So it's a bit like the live PGA Tour thing. Yes. Where worst case scenario, the sport we love just gets totally split. Yeah. Except it 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 won't be anywhere. But it won't be an evil even split. No. Much like the PGA Tour no. live thing is yeah. it's not an even split, yeah. but it still it hurts the sport. Yep. And this would hurt Well, and a lot of people think it would basically kill the other college yeah, football. The other entities, which is why ultimately well, if anyone was smart, I know it's going to suck, but and this is why they're going to bring up the 14 and the 16 to try to – they're going to have to bend to the whims of the SEC and the Big Ten. And at least by expanding it, 
it doesn't just become 75 to 85% <laughs> what someone put on the Vancouver Vortex line, the SEC Big Ten Invitational. At least then you get some other teams that have access to this, but you're going to have to agree to unequal revenue shares. If you think the SEC and the Big Ten are going to split this pot evenly with everybody, the $7 billion. Well, the <laughs> revenue share, I think that at least you can back with numbers. Yeah. You know, like, I mean, I'm sure that, see, the SEC and the Big Ten, this is why they have the leverage, is they got all the teams, these really good, they really good additions, and what they're going to get is they're going to get major TV numbers. Yes. And with major TV numbers, they can slide a piece of paper onto the table and say, look, this is why we should get more. Look at what we're bringing in. Look at what we mean to this TV deal. Yep. And that can't be argued, really. Nope. I mean, that's going to win out. So, you know, they're smart to, to do it this way. It's just... The collateral damage could be, I don't know. It just it could be, it could be drastic. Yes. At the same time, I hope they would have a. Oh, I don't know about heart, but I hope they would have the foresight to see that college football would be better, all inclusive. You know. Um, it. I I hope, but at the end of the day, money. Right now, everyone gets about six million bucks. Yeah, but again, I and and with the new deal, it's going to go up. But but this argument to me, the money thing, and I get it in this current format of all conferences sort of looking out for their own. Yes, I mean it was only a matter of time before some conferences gobbled up other conferences. Right? It's like that because they're all fighting against each other. A better format, see the NFL, is when you're all tugging together towards one common goal of making the most money for everyone. Yeah. That's how you get a better product and in turn better and in turn more money. But in this current state of affairs, the SEC and the Big 10, they they don't see it that way. I'm this is what I'm saying is I hopefully down the road in 5 or 6 years when you say this looks a lot different, they have the foresight to look at this and go, well, you know, we could do our own thing. We certainly have the teams to do it, but Long term, we can make more money if the sport is more inclusive and we're all tugging in the same direction as opposed to different directions right now. So I totally agree. But at the same time, they're going to look at it and be like, you guys can either take four or five million dollars and each one of our teams takes eight or nine or kick rocks. And the other schools will do it because it's still going to be a better deal than than what else is out there. Well, then if they do it, then we we have college we football as we know it. We will. We, it'll, it doesn't it'll just, split. No, it'll be unbalanced, but it's always been unbalanced. You know, yeah. It's always the haves and have-nots. Okay, questions about the 12-team format. <laughs> uh, <laughs> next, uh, 348 on the fan. Vancouver Ford text line. Rop, in 30 years, it'll be Pepsi-Cola University versus Levi Jeans College. <laughs> Money is enveloping everything. Yes, it is. Another one says, if the SEC and the Big Ten start taking more revenue shares, isn't that just a slower way of killing all the other schools? That's just telling us they'll ultimately break away anyways. It's it's not. It's it's just it's uneven distribution. And, I mean, that's what was kind of being kicked around with the idea of maybe trying to save the Pac-12. And like, nothing in college football has ever been even. And also remember, too, that you're not talking about a giant chunk of money I mean, it's good but like i said right now under this current format all the power five get like five to it's between five and six million bucks and then the uh the the other ones they get i don't know they get like a million i forget what it is but and so that's a that's a big deal obviously when you you talk about a payout being uh what for for some of the smaller conferences like the acc and the pac-12 were like like 30 million like the big 12s is a little over that just from the tv payouts so that's a nice chunk of change but 
you know, the SEC isn't, and, and the Big Ten aren't going to say, you know, we're taking $30 million and you're taking two. My guess is under the new format, whatever the money is distributed, because it's going to go up. So let's say it goes from, uh, you know, it, it goes from $6 million to to 8 or let's say $9 million per team that gets distributed. My guess is the SEC and the Big Ten are going to ask for eleven. They're going to ask for a couple million more. And like you said, they're going to have the numbers to back it up. I think in the preseason top 25, if we consider Notre Dame and Florida State, which are both going to be in the Big Ten and the SEC when this thing all shakes out, I think they would have, it's like 20 of the top 25. I mean, this this is where well, they they have every right yeah. to be like, I we, we, we want more. Yeah, they're going to leverage it. But again, we, we always lose sight of the fact that college football has never been... Ever balanced it just yeah. it's always been like this now you bring up an interesting point where it's like okay florida state and notre dame jump to the sec and big 10 well what happens if we just end up having two humongous conferences where everybody gets kind of swept in in under those numbers? this is this is what i'm saying about you know sort of the bigger picture yeah and having a little foresight the more they grow and the more they gobble up other schools maybe it just becomes much like the NFL, mm-hmm. you have NFC, two conferences. One's the Big Ten, one's the SEC. Yeah. Everybody, well, everybody, 60, 30 on one, 30 on the, I don't know yeah. how the like numbers that. go, but um, it's possible. And that's how, and that's how, and then, and then you get a, an, an overriding financial structure that benefits everyone. Yeah. I don't, and I don't, you get a bigger TV deal and everybody's making more money. I don't think the SEC and the Big Ten want, to do their own thing that that, that is uh, excludes so many people to what you're saying. That's what I'm saying, yeah, like right now, the the Big Ten and the SEC don't want, and they are even saying this, and and some of it is is posturing, but they don't want to eliminate that many teams because you are you're cutting the fan base by at least a third, and and and, and the viewers killing college football in yeah, some people's eyes, and you don't want to do that. So yes, whether that is getting the the the, the Big Twelve and the ACC and, and the in the the independents, the group of fives, to kind of play along with with being happy with a, a smaller piece of the pie, or as you said, just gobbling up other conferences and gobbling up other teams and creating two giant super conferences or divisions, both of those things seem uh, very reasonable and plausible. I just don't think that the Big Ten and the SEC and the rest are are going to reach a point where you get the uh, like the, the the final solution like answer where you just start chopping people at the knees and saying we don't need you. I think that is the very last thing that anyone wants. The Big Ten and the SEC don't want it because it kills so much of of the like you said the the passion of college football fans and the other schools. If if you if you say no to a lesser percentage, what are you saying yes to? You think you're going to get a better deal going somewhere else? It's it's silly. You won't. You'll have to take less. But I think that's their play. The lesser schools play, and Kirk Scholes has already started this. It's hey, you know, <laughs> we get the situation that we're in, yeah, and we get how much leverage you have, but ultimately we're a part of this sport, yeah, and you need us. If we, if we are going to, if your sport is going to be whole. There's a lot of us out here yeah. that can help you. And I think there's a middle ground there. And that that's people... where I think they should approach it from because they, you can't just go in. Like Schultz, I think, going in guns a-blazing would have been stupid, and he yeah. did not No, because he knows. Yeah. And I think this is moving forward to the next discussion about 2026 and moving to 14 and the SEC and the Big Ten getting a, you know more revenue, better, a bigger share. You say, yeah, okay, yeah. got that. But what does this look like down the road? Yeah. You, you know, 
do we join the Big Ten and the SEC? Would you want to, you know, how does this look? And start start getting the discussion going towards something bigger that benefits everybody. Yeah. And maybe it's a place at the table. Maybe it's at the kiddies table, like at Thanksgiving. But it's a place at the table. But like you said, the Big Ten and the SEC aren't just going to... No cut them out of the deal they're like they know they need them and so that's that's your leverage yeah. even though it's not quite as great as theirs and that's where the middle ground comes and and hopefully calmer heads prevail and, and something is uh, is agreed upon um and well, it sounds I don't like think there's hot heads now do you no it's just everything i've read it sounds like a lot of posturing and people applying pressure so yeah, yeah I mean, but, but that's you, normal well exactly because how many times do we see a deals you know deals drag on and on and on until you get down to like the oh crap we need to get something done and it sounds like both espn and the sec and the big ten are both starting to apply some pressure not not crushing pressure but you know hey <laughs> well they're playing their hand yes espn saying we'll pull the deal and the sec and the big ten quietly are saying well we don't need you if it comes well, to that only so. one solution, and that is the Saudis. <laughs> Cougs, Beeves. Let's go. The live, the live tour. The live playoff. And somebody else texted in, uh, how lucky is Oregon and Washington they got into the Big Ten? There was always going to be a place for them. I know, but still. Yeah. Like, this is like... Yes. And this is why they did it. it this is why they did it, even with a lesser deal, right? They had, oh, it, yeah. Same thing. They didn't, get a, they didn't get a sweetheart deal, exactly. but they were like, we don't care, because that's better than the alternative. Also, also... Pointing out that even though it's a lesser deal, the Big Ten still wanted them. Yes. Right? Yes. Same thing ke keeps going down the line. Yeah. It's like, we're going to add more. And yeah, you're going to get a lesser cut, but yeah. Next domino eventually will be, they're all going to be under the two yeah. umbrellas there. Next domino will be if, SEC, if, the, uh, if Florida State can buy their way out of the ACC deal, which they're trying to do, and it sounds like can get done, then again, the next domino will fall within the next year. All right, more on the uh, college football playoff 12-team format, and we have what the Super Bowl celebration shooters are now saying. Two men have been, uh, have been charged with murder. It's 4 o'clock on The Fan. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. <laughs> 